0: welcome to the f1 money gang podcast where we will break down f1 betting everything you need to get ready for the weekend if you're just a fantasy player dfs or you're just here to listen in uh you you are in the right place you got the right sharps over here they will give you all the insights into the weekend last week we had the u.s grand prix in austin texas it was a Record breaking crowd actually last week. I don't remember how many people they said, but like somewhere around 420,000 people showed up. I think on the race day was an actual entertaining race. Lots of activity um, from penalties to overtakes. Alonzo doing a two wheel spin into the wall. It was pretty, pretty crazy, but we are now off to Mexico city where we're in the high altitude, high downforce, c2 c3 c4 compounds and this is going to be an interesting race i think the weather is not going to impact us as much i think there's a lot of different scenarios where it can impact the bets or whatever decisions you're going to make but before we get into that this is sponsored by underdog fantasy sports our promo is f1 money gang again you'll get a hundred dollar deposit match if you uh, use that promo code again that's f1 money gang but to kick things off, I did want to come back to the U.S. Grand Prix because we did catch something last week that was actually pretty incredible. Uh, it was during the practices. If you didn't notice, FP2 had an extra 30 minutes of uh, uh, on the time for that uh, FP session. And reason being that they had the Pirelli tire testing And what we found out was in FP1, there were some drivers that did not go. So I can't remember which ones off the top of my head, but I do remember. uh, What was it? Um, Ricardo. Ricardo Who else are we? Botas and then Leclerc. That's right. So those were the three guys that were they didn't race. uh, They didn't do their FP1 session. So it allowed them, was it 30 minutes or whatever ma- time that they could use for any tire of their choice. That was actually pretty awesome, guys. Uh, we all capitalized on that. We realized it after having a discussion in our discord, which by the way, if you're not in our discord channel, use the link below, get in there. We're constantly talking about odds, everything you need. So yeah, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on that. Thoughts? Even if you just had a comment, or you want to just tout your win, let's. Uh, that was a pretty incredible beat that we had there.
1: I think that's the longest I've watched FP two for, and nothing's happened, and I've been really interested <laughs> just to see the result.
0: That is kind of funny, actually. I sat there and was watching. I'm like, I don't know why I'm still watching this. We know the results are not going to change in the next hour, but I'm still watching.
1: It's like we couldn't believe that X flight. We're like, is it going to work? And then it's just like two seconds later. It's fine. Verstappen's not even driving. He's talking to Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. Fine.
0: That's right. And, what, and the best part about it was, you know what? I, we actually had an opportunity too. So some books, they'll post FP1 just the winner odds, and then they'll push, push the head-to-head. For a minute there, we actually had opportunity to slam the head-to-head, but immediately was taken down. I mean, we could have really exploited that across the books. And then there are some people that actually had top three bets. I think some someone in the Discord had Botos at like, I don't know, 200 or something? 250? Yeah, 250 to one, top three.
2: I know and was, there was a Ricardo one, too. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: I just imagine if we had that, we would have probably put we would have taken the books to the woodshed if we had that opportunity.
2: Yeah, it's almost like they just dropped like the generic lines immediately after one, and you just got to catch it right then.
0: Yeah. I mean, so yeah. So for our listeners, this is why you want to come to our discord. This is why you want to listen to the podcast is because of things like this. We catch this news and we're on it. We are on it. A lot of us capitalized on it. And we have the same opportunity this weekend, I believe. Isn't that correct?
2: That is correct. We so, have some pretty good drivers out there doing the same thing this weekend. There's hopefully a big advantage take, to take on. I know I don't want to get too deep into it, but there's definitely one guy that we're going to be watching for sure.
0: Yep. No, oh, we're not going to name him. We're going to tease this one.
2: Shall not be named.
0: Shall yeah. not be named. But. If you do want to know who it is, jump in the Discord. We'll tell you who it is. We'll tell you who we're eyeing, and we'll tell you who you can exploit. But the same situation, FP2, they plan to do an extra 30 minutes for tire testing. I believe uh, we're saying potential soft compounds. We are going to still tread lightly, but again, if you want to know who, if you want to get into that action, come into Discord, and we'll definitely tease that up. But let's go ahead and get into our picks. Uh, I think that's what everyone wants. And you know, Tegrity, we're going to start with you. This is Free Money Friday. You're the man for Free Money Friday. What are you, Ian? Oh, well,
2: we absolutely I've missed the last pod, unfortunately, but went to on the Discord, another reason to join. Uh, we actually swept the entire uh, FP1. It'll be a massive day. So we're going to ride on that wave. Um, I got a really good, just numbers, and stat-wise, is a great pick. It's Ricardo over Vettel. Um, I got it over at minus 105 uh, about an hour ago, but this morning it was a plus 110. Uh, I'm going to put a unit and a half on that, and that's located on Bovada, but I think it's put on 365 and whatnot as well. Um, just just numbers-wise, this is one of those gambling matchups you dream about. Uh, going back to the last six races, uh, Ricardo's got a dominant lead, five to one head-to-head. So you said not a good eighty-three percent hit rate on that. Uh, on the just on the yearly average, uh, Rick is finishing on FP ten. His last five, he's hitting P nine, while Vettel is actually around P thirteen. His last five, P fourteen. And with this being FP one, numbers are really your friend. Don't really have anything to go by on for the weekend. So when you got numbers like this, you really just got to take advantage of it.
0: Don't tempt me, man. You know <laughs> Ricardo burned me last week a little bit. I I know one of the guys in the Discord already posted his picks. Um, and I he, think actually, he had him over Lando. Yeah, ball. That was you know the some of the rationale that you're putting in was also the rationale. Like, eh, but yes, I I think that uh, as we speak, I am placing my bet. Can't I can't miss Integrity Free Money Friday. That's,
2: the numbers. The numbers right stats all right
0: why not we're in it booked it's in i tried lightly on fp1 people so don't go crazy yeah um,
2: I got heavy light on everything <laughs> else.
0: <laughs> and then uh be around for for live betting too i feel like i've been getting get my feet wet on that one although i did miss on one of the lives but yeah it's a good pick man all right well let's get to uh Let's get to Jinx, man. Jinx, get in here. Get in there, Lewis. What, what what, are you eyeing this weekend? Do you have a lean? Do you have a like?
3: Do you have one you just really love? I mean, just, I mean, we're, we're waiting for the year to be over. Honestly, um, just been a long year. I mean, not, not even really picks. I mean, last week went one and three, um, had the base, but again, just can't get no luck. And you know, when we're, when we're going good, just stuff takes us out. Um, I know, first pick I gave out on the show last week did end up hitting Haas over Williams, but Haas shit the bed on Saturday. So if you uh, follow the Discord or some people in there that tweet about it, you could have gotten Haas at plus 190 over Williams. So um, lost a lot of value on that. Um, Perez Podium, he finished fourth, had end plate damage. Uh, Seems like every week I pick someone with damage. So if you're into that stuff, um, you know, someone that retires, maybe tail my picks. Um, I had Gasly over Ocon. Um, depending on the books, everyone's got different rules. Um, some books have to the line, and Gasly beat Ocon to the line, but he had a five-second time penalty for a questionable um, not staying within ten cars of the sa- within ten lengths of the car in front during the safety car, and the announcers were questionable about that. And then they claimed he didn't serve his penalty correct, so he had two five-second penalties to allow Ocon to beat him. Um, I had Bottas over Alba, and he was about 20 seconds ahead, and he just lost the car, in, I think, turn 18. So, I mean, just tough. And then we had, I also had uh, Alfa Romeo double classified last week at minus 150, I think, and that was just cruising. Um, I know Joe took a whole bunch of engine parts, but the way they're going, I mean, I think Bottas is trying to have more engines than he did last year with Mercedes, and somehow he's at six DNFs um i mean <laughs> I, I i guess a value pick is to go with Carlos signs last place he's probably gonna be at 50 60 to 1 um he has six uh 20th place finishes this year six um you know just it's crazy he's got back-to-back last place finishes um and there's plenty of gravel in mexico so i mean that's i mean you know throw five bucks on it you can win probably three 400 or i don't even know 60 to 1 uh, i mean just it's tough cuz every week i pick someone with better pace and then it just falls to shit in the race so um you know i didn't uh, put anything down on friday or saturday just waited for all the data to come in um you know got some got some pace advantage and then you know it, it all goes to shit during the race so um you know i mean it's a tough year you know had a good year last year just not used to all the chaos happening week after week after week it just you know it's tough but we're all in it together um, you know, there is some stuff. I mean, Alfa Romeo again. I mean, how many weeks can they, you know, have another have both cars DNF? They're at 165. Uh, that's Aline. Um, I mean, I'll, uh, there's when we do the second round table, I'll share some stuff, but it's just tough. You know, I don't really like giving out stuff and then people losing it after I give it out. So, yeah,
0: well, you know, I mean, but I mean, going back to your point though, it, it has been a different year, and I think, uh, people that are new to f1 new to f1 betting uh, i don't think they fully grasp that this has been a challenging year for all of us because it seems like every time we approach a new race it doesn't matter if we've seen these drivers at this track it is a completely different car and you know this because you are also a nascar better and you got that next gen car over there and I'm sure that you're feeling the same pain uh, in that area too. So, it's different for us. This is the year of we're learning the cars, we're learning the drivers in the cars, and then we're learning the cars on the tracks. And then we'll probably have a better year next year. I I believe, although it hasn't been a terrible year, it's been it's been a good year. Definitely wasn't like 2021 for me, but it's definitely still been profitable uh, enough. So I think there is a lot of bad luck, but next year will get figured out a little bit better for most teams. I hope you would expect, I will say when you remember that stat, I threw out there, I think there have been 66 DNFs this year so far, and we still have three races left. There were a total of 44 last year. So, I mean, that just shows you how many DNFs have been happening just, just understanding the car It's the engineering aspect behind it. It's not
2: like it's been giant pileups or wrecks or anything like that. It's been, it's just been
0: unknowns for everyone. So just let's take it up for what it is. And next year we'll just come back strong. So, yeah. All right. Well, lights, my man, my hockey buddy, what's going on, dude.
4: Hey, what's going on guys? Excited for another race. I always love these back-to-backs. feels like we build good momentum in the Discord as a crew. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at FP1 tomorrow as well, trying to figure out these outright markets. <clears throat> not, sure, not sure what to expect from Red Bull this weekend. Um, feeling, like, feeling like they should turn the car up for Sergio in every session, and he's sitting there at plus 750, plus 800 for FP1. Uh, you can get him on each way for top three at one-fifth of that or um, top three FP1 outright on some other markets. Really like that one, but I'm also looking at uh, a couple other guys. Alonzo is plus 6,600 and Stroll is plus 25,000. And um, you can each weigh those for one fifth of the odds if they get first, second, or third. It's uh, If you want to be a total d with me, I'm probably going to sprinkle a bit on that. Like I'm looking at Lance Stroll. He got fourth last, last practice one, and then he qualified best of the rest in seventh. So, um on on saturday so it seems like he's bringing it without russell there um you know that's that's one less driver to worry about i think him and alonzo you're just hoping for one of them to hit top three to you know hit hit major profit but i am definitely booking perez at plus 800 to win fp1 or at least get top three for for um i think the equivalent is like minus 150 by the time you by the time you um get paid out for second or third and obviously if he wins it you're in super big money so that's my main play. Um, besides that, I'm looking at Lewis over Russell probably in pretty much every market this weekend. It looks like he's he's head and shoulders above George Russell um, at this point in the season. You know, we saw obviously Russell smack science pretty good on the first corner, of the first lap of the race. But even before that, he was kind of starting to lag behind compared to Lewis. So Lewis and and the car have finally arrived in a way that is at least semi-competitive. Um, and at the same time, Alonso has been eating George Russell's lunch in most sessions as well. So, um, yeah, hoping to get creative with ways to play Perez and Alonso this weekend, um, might sprinkle a little bit on that stroll. He's just been consistently getting better and better. I think that Aston Martin is, is right there behind Alpine and, and McLaren now. It's, it's fair to say, in my opinion, they've, they've separated themselves from kind of the, the bottom of the field with Haas Williams, Alfa Torre, Alfa Romeo, um, and then yeah, Lewis over Russell whenever I can. Those are probably my my three or four main plays this weekend. Go some price pick stuff as well we can get into after. But in terms of the sports books, uh, that's what I'm looking at.
0: Yeah, it's funny uh, because I booked that uh, Sergio 800. You know we were talking about that early on. And I'm looking now; it's uh, on Bovada. It's already down to 600 for FP1 winner. So we're we're already it's already moving, um, and it's going to keep moving until the weekend. Oh, I'm sure. So uh, definitely, it's definitely Checo season at this point. Um, and they took yeah, down. I'm
4: sure they play it, like if you're going to turn down Max's car and f you want, just for the hype or what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just a narrative play, right? Like we talked mm-hmm. about that. You know, it's like everything is locked up for Max. I mean, this is his hometown, his home weekend. Let's, let's get the crowd going. Let's, let's turn our attention finally to Checo and not Max. And let's let him have, have this session and bring it, and hype it up. I'm sure that they would love that. But I mean, obviously no guarantees it's gonna hit or anything like that. But the odds you could just you can't say no to them. But um but they did take down FP three already, uh for top three, I'm sorry. FP one top three. They've taken that down on Bavada. So if you can uh if you can find that mark, you said uh stroll for
4: top three? Stroll and Alonzo. Yeah. Both look. Uh, a, little, I wish, a little long to stay away from.
0: Wish, wish I could get that. Um, what interesting enough, I was actually flirting with. What are the chances that both Aston Martin end up in top six? Because you saw that yesterday. And I know there was like reasons, you know, penalties that had some of the drivers. Uh, you know, like Leclerc was at what twelfth, thirteenth place or something like that on the grid. But I think it's like Aston Martin for top six, both of them, 150 to one. Like that's just that's crazy for the pace that they're going. I almost want to just put like $3 down just to see if that will actually hit. <laughs> but um, I was just flirting with that. It was kind of funny because we are we are all just on this Aston Martin's uh, is is slightly increasing week in, week uh week out. So but let's get on to our next. Our next guy, our favorite, our horse race better, Renegade. What's going on, man?
1: Hi, thank you. Uh, well, the one pick that I've chosen for the race so far is uh, Gasly points finish at 2.5 or plus 150. I think uh, as we come to the end of the season, the uh, top 10 after the tops after the top six so the last four points positions I think it's a let a lot less um sure who's it who's it going to be it's probably Norris it's probably Alonso but I don't think it's necessarily Ocon anymore and with the Aston Martins picking up pace and the Afaturis uh picking their car better I think it's a good price for Gasly. The team's finished in the points the last three out of the four races and the one they didn't was japan and that was a bit of an outlier race so i think uh 2.5 the red bull's always engine has always done well in mexico so i think it's a solid bet
0: yeah actually and you all know my opinion on gas man but last year both Alphatari's actually Yuki was up there even too until he had his DNF early on with the chaos at turn one. So you would expect Alphatari to really push this weekend. Um, It's very tempting. I've been super tempted to do a Yuki or Gasly bet, but I'm I'm being strict. But you never know. Next few days or next next day i may change my mind If everyone's starting to jump on that train i get fomo and i yes. want to be on it so. i was looking at
1: last year's uh as well and i think last year's some uh, a lot of teams took some engine penalty so mm-hmm. perhaps that puts them a bit forward mm-hmm. and you know you never know
0: but even then like if you go back and watch the practices too they were just it seemed like Yuki and, and just that Alpha Tori was doing well. Although it is new car, different year. Kind of yeah. tempted to see what it's gonna be like going in. However, you're right, the odds are there. So either you take them and, and go with it and expect that they're gonna do well, and then use this last race to be your benchmark against it. It should it should work out in your favor for sure. Um let me get I'm gonna throw out Dolcetto's pick. He's not join. He's not going to be able to join us. So, his favorite pick is Alpine double points at minus one twenty two or one point eight two on what is that one points bet? I think. Yep, points bet, which is actually really good price. I think it's going for one forty right now on Bovada and in some shops. So he likes both Alpines. I kind of dig that too. I can see. At, Alonzo being super pissed off from that penalty last week and just wanting to, you know, show it up, get it done right, finish the season strong. And then, um, you know, my love for Ocon, although he's been he was kind of disappointing in those practices. So maybe wait like we always do till the odds get better or just take it now and expect that they're gonna just dominate in all the practice sessions and qualifying.
2: I think Alpine is pretty motivated to finish well this weekend, aren't they? Yeah,
0: they should be. Yeah. I mean, Alpine has to has to finish at a pretty high spot to beat McLaren. They, that double DNF really hurt them in terms of the points against McLaren. So they're still fighting. Um, there are teams that are still that need to fight. And there's a and I I will throw this quick one out for you because I, I remember seeing like something in 2015. The revenue for each team was i think the top or the max team could get like 9 900 million or 90 million dollars i think it was like 90 million and it just goes down on the purse we're now at 250 million for the top team purse and it goes down so just think about how much money is on the line for all these teams so positioning is going to be very key for a lot of these teams uh I, if, yep my pick i'm going to throw this one out here I obviously it's Checo season I did the Checo bet if you can get the top 3 Checo at 175 do it plus 175 just do it that's that would be my top pick otherwise if you don't get access to that or if it's I don't mean hell just take it at plus 125 150 but I think the pick i would substitute for that would be perez over max at plus two i think i think it was like 225 or something and it goes back to the narrative we talked about this is his weekend they may not have max go in like full-blown engine power everything in fp1 and they're just going to let checo uh run the show it also protects too because you're not really fighting against the ferraris or or anyone else it's just him versus max so that's that would be my early FP pick. Hopefully, we continue the streak with free money Friday. Um, but the second one that I wanted to quickly point out was the third and fourth spot grid winning position at plus 400. Threw a little bit on that, just assumption is, is if Ferrari does go one, two, and then you have Red Bull three, four. I mean, they're in a better position to pass the Ferraris on that long straight once once the race starts. So, um, typically, the third spot is a good spot to be in. You're on the cleaner side of the track. You have the slipstream to go into turn one. And that's something else to pay attention to this weekend is that long straight at, as soon as the start goes. A lot of the positioning will happen right at the beginning. So. All right, we'll quickly just do another round table to see what bets everyone has or something they like lean for either practice qualifying. Um so we'll let's go back to Tegrity. Do you have any other bets or is this uh FP1 well, your
2: favorite? I don't have I don't have a new one, but I'm going to update my FP1. It was Rick over Vettel. I had a unit and a half. I'm going to take that to two cuz I just got a notification that uh Vettel's going to be wearing a Red Bull helmet all weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely no integrity in wearing another team's helmet while you're driving <laughs> another car. So for that reason and that reason only, I'm taking it to. Two.
0: You can't do that. You can't do that, Vettel.
2: Nope. Bad juju. No,
0: it's very bad. Is he really wearing a Red Bull helmet?
2: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, is it for uh, for the passing? Is that probably, That's probably why. I guess that's probably why.
4: Maybe All there right. is, but uh, no. All
0: right. So that's that's it. That's the one. Free That's money it. Friday. That's the one. <laughs> all right, I like it. I like it. Lights. What do you have?
4: I'm just looking at some price pick lines, uh, pit stop overs. I'm going with Hamilton and Ocon there. And if you need a third one, I uh, like the Latifi one as well. Just looking at the numbers, those overs are all sitting around seventy to eighty percent on the year. So, uh, yeah, high value place.
0: Nice. All right, Jinx. Do you have another play? Yeah, you have something else you're eyeing?
3: Uh yeah. I mean, we mentioned uh Hamilton. I mean, he's just the last couple of weeks. Um, and, and I know Singapore was only Russell's second time. Maybe it was his third time at Singapore. Mm-hmm. But um, he just struggled at Japan and he struggled last week at Kota. Um, minus two hundred just seems a little bit too cheap. Um, this is a track Hamilton's one app. Um I mean, don't really know how Russell's going to do, um, you know, first time being in a Mercedes here, but it just seems like Hamilton's really, um, you know, in zone now. Um, they brought out hammer time last week, um, you know, had a good shot winning um, that, or I mean, or maybe Leclerc. Um, I mean, I don't, I, unless Charles has taken another grid penalty, um, which would be wild, but um, I mean, we're looking at a guy in signs who, I mean, forget finishing the race. He hasn't even finished the first lap. And they're only putting him, you know, 225. They're putting signs that, you well, know, Claire at 225 is just a crazy line because usually after qualifying, it's a minus 400, minus 500 line. So it's a lot of juice. But, you know, if you, you know, do football, college football, NFL, something to throw on the parlay light ticket, that's just, it's going to be a lot of value lost. I, I mean, there's uh, at right now, I mean, signs is the worst driver in the paddock right now i mean it's yeah i don't don't know how you managed to not finish the first lap at japan and then sit in the pole and not finish the first lap i mean he
0: he i'll I'll give him benefit of the doubt on the japan one i those that was just having intermediate tires in that was just ridiculous like he just the car just lost it because there was just so much rain
3: but yeah but this is He's been first out in at least four races. Uh, I yeah, mean, it happened in mean, Australia, yeah. and it happened at Imola. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, just jury's out. Um, I mean, I, maybe, uh, like I, I mentioned it last week Um, about Haas. Um, You know, I brought up Austria and how Mick finished top six, and last week Magnuson did end up finishing. We finished ninth, but they bumped him up to eighth because they gave Alonso the... A uh, huge time penalty, but I mean Haas looked like hot garbage. There, you know, during the week, um, Magnuson fell back to 18th on the start, and then, you know, just out of nowhere, they one stopped it. So uh, maybe Haas, you know, whichever one you choose, you know, they seem to do a routine. Mick and Magnuson about which one's going to have a terrible start and lose 10 spots, but you know, somehow they persevere Haas. So, you know, I mean, one of those guys getting a points finish it, it makes no sense, but. That's about how the year goes for Haas. Just do the opposite of what's expected of him, and you'll profit. Well, I
0: think it's. Uh, I think this is going to be Joe's weekend. It's something we should be targeting, possibly. Maybe Alpha
2: also has uh, motivation to try and score good. They need to at least
0: plus two hundred top ten finish for Joe. I don't know. That sounds pretty tasty. I mean, you have Botas at plus 135 top 10, and he's DNFing every race.
2: Why can't Joe do it? Uh, How are we filling on the uh, over 10 seconds winning margin?
0: That is a great question. I don't know. Does anyone have anything on that one? I did not look into that one. I feel like that always
1: gets ruined somehow. Like, it should win every race with Verstappen, but, like, last race, it was a pit stop. I remember in Zambor, there was a late safety car. If you think now going to happen, then it should win. Hmm. Okay. But it's just all the other factors. Like it's fact like you got still. it
2: in Spa in Japan. That's pretty much it. That are the recent ones anyways.
0: Yeah. I forgot to mention, I actually
2: have the free FP1 winning
0: margin. This is for you, Tegrity. Between 0.1 and twenty-five. 0.25 at plus 200. Get in there with me. Come on. All
2: right. Get in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that. I think I think, I think the over is a little too much but definitely Right. Uh, it was like one for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, just just a little sprinkle. We're just having a little fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Renegade, wait, what what's your what's the other pick you're you're targeting or eyeing this weekend or if so you was, have one?
1: It's a bit of a boring pink, but I think Stackin' Win is way too high. Uh and the only reason it, it's that high is because Perez is like four and a half to one to win the race, which is crazy. He's yeah. Not, he's It should be. He's not winning at one in every four and a half. It's probably like one out of every 15 races, something like that. And I, if you so just lean against Perez, if you think Hamilton or Sainz is going to get a podium, Odds are going to be inflated, and I'd back one of them if you were favoring one of them as well.
0: What odds do you have on Max to win, anyways? Or uh, if one point six seven. Okay. Yeah, so, that's so yeah. He just needs to win <laughs> so more than sixty percent of the time. so it's, it's a little juice, just. But you're right. I mean, it, it, we've been. It should be. What we have last week? Was minus two fifty for him? Yeah. So,
2: I mean, is it Max chasing the record this weekend too?
0: Yeah, he. I think so. Well, one of the three weekends, for sure, right? So he's going to want to win one of these three. And, but yeah, like Sergio Perez, damn, took the to outright is at plus 450 now. Jeez.
1: I remember he was, I was uh after he won Monaco, and I think he qualified ahead of Verstappen at Baku, and then he was like nowhere in the race. So I'll avoid mm-hmm. Perez to win, especially. Yeah, there's
0: there's some man. They they're just they just keep shafting me. They won't post. They won't post FP one top three odds anymore for me. They just keep taking down shit. I need to find new books. It just needs to happen.
2: <laughs> I think I they're just va- dropping them. They're dropping them so close to start time though. It's just Wait.
0: so weird. Um, uh, the other one that we were talking about in the Discord was the. Number of classified drivers, which by the way, last week we didn't sweat at all, not one bit. Community bet. What is it? Did we say it's 12 and two or 11 and two? Let's just say 12 and two. That's pretty awesome. Again, we hit it the over 16 and a half. Thank God, Alonzo, you're the king because if he DNF'd, then that would have been it. That would have been over. So this week, the over classified drivers. They're they're assuming there should be right about 17, just seeing how the odds are. So over 16 and a half is that minus 200 And then over 17 and a half is plus 120. I think one one of the guys in the Discord posted about being plus ev if you were to take the over 16 and a half and over 17 and a half, which I'm very tempted to do because that's where I would like to target. That's probably a sweet spot. I think it's boom or bust likely won't see that many dnfs if at all maybe one or two like they had last year or you're just going to see a bunch of P, a bunch of cars dnf so all right well let's go ahead and start wrapping up here La- any last thoughts any last bets anything you want to tell the viewers or the listeners i should say
2: uh, i think i'm good twin discord all right little picks flying in left and right all day tomorrow
0: yeah we definitely and we do other sports too in there we got some some niche sports betting happening we got nhl nba some nfl some horse racing i don't know what else nascar i think there's one more weekend of nascar right jinx I darts, think there's tennis in which one in tennis darts, we got tennis, tennis darts i think we tennis. got some darts flying yeah, yeah. A little bit of everything we got we got the <laughs> we got some of the best in there we're learning a lot about each other and how they bet. So it's, it's pretty, pretty wild. To keep you guys busy. If you're not into, uh, or if we're done with F1, so
3: what's I'm, happening in NASCAR.
0: I think there's one more race left, right? Jinx.
3: Championship?
0: Jinx. What's, what's the update there?
3: Yeah, we got Martinsville this week. Um, this is the final round to uh, make the final four. And then Phoenix is a championship race. And then NASCAR over for the year okay okay
0: who's uh who's gonna win it do
3: you know who's gonna win the thing it, it's chaos i mean you guys know i'm a god fan um he's he's been dominant at the short tracks this year um we'll see i mean it's always tough um you know it always usually comes down to a late race restart with the way they have the championship now i mean whoever basically wins the race wins the championship it's out of the four guys, whoever finishes best. And I believe out of the four or five years of the top four guys, I think it's only happened once where the champion hasn't won the race. So that's a pretty good, pretty good strategy. We might bring that up next week in the podcast. Nice. All right. Shout out NASCAR.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, it was fun. It was real. We'll see you tomorrow. I think it's at 1 PM central. Um, 2 p.m eastern i think was is that when fp1 starts
2: yeah i think it's 1 and 3 all right
0: that's awesome well we'll see you guys tomorrow and again join our discord the links below um as well as uh if you have interest in underdog fantasy the promo code is also in the links so we'll see you guys this weekend see you
3: see you